everybody and welcome to Show Hoppers Lost Season 2, Episode 9, What Kate Did. I'm Kurt, joined by Mr. Sal. Good morning. Thank you, good morning to you as well. And maybe good evening, good night to anyone that might be listening. Uh, I've seen a good chunk of Lost, an unknown amount of Lost. I haven't told, I haven't revealed to what extent I've watched Lost too. Maybe I've gone all the way up to Season 5. Maybe I only got one episode past this. No one knows, but Mr. Sal tries to occasionally guess. Uh, well, maybe one day. You've told me you've told me you finished season two. Perhaps I, I'm not going to. From now on, I won't, I'll no longer reveal these answers. Well, folks, he has already committed to that at least. But this is Mr. Sal's first time watching through Lost, and I can tell you right yes. now, he's loving season two. Though, how much is he loving this episode of season two? Reigns up to debate because. Mm. For a reminder, Mr. Sal, last episode, Collision, was your favorite episode today. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. Yeah, literally. Even, even with the golf. Despite the golf, still 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. You never, never thought you'd see that, say that after the one golf episode. Never. You're so angry. I, mean, I could imagine if Future Sal came back in time and told you, Mr. Sal, there's going to be golf in a future episode. And you're like, oh, I can't believe it. But it's going to be your favorite. You can give it a 10. I feel like actually, I would have. I feel like you would have got eager about seeing golf, though. I feel like that's like a self fulfilling prophecy. Like if future you tells you you're going to love it, yeah. If you see golf, I think it would actually make the episode even better because I think you'd be like, oh, "It's the golf." Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, maybe I, you're right. on that rabbit hole. What we have to talk about here is what Kate did. Now, I did think this was a Sawyer episode. Completely mistaken. <laughs> it's not a Sawyer episode. It's a Kate episode. It turns out. Shocking. Shocking. And I think this is I'm try so I have to guess your rating, Mr. Sal. And I'm really I'm really stuck for a loop. I know you don't care about uh the romance anymore, like Kate's romance stuff. It's it's gone too far. Too too wild, too just who cares? You know, they, they, they had a while to do it and they just you know, it it, it doesn't make sense. Uh so I, I think that might dock points for you or at least be neutral. Uh, I think you like the flashbacks. But at least, you know, it shows what Kate did, and we hear a bit about her, and uh, just some stuff about Kate in general. And we, we see Wayne, Diane, it, it explains why uh, what her mom said to her in the hospital back then, when we saw her, I think in our last flashback episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you like wrapping between Locke and Mr. Echo. Mike, you like... So my biggest question is how you felt about Kate on the island currently. Hmm. Yeah. This is rough. I. This is a really polarizing episode. Like I, I feel like you either liked it. I, I guess it's like everyone either you liked it or you disliked it. But this. I feel like you disliked this episode. I'm gonna go with you gave this episode. Uh, cause you know what. You're displeased by the amount the plot was pushed. You gave this episode a seven. Okay. Kurt. How? How? Could I give an episode a seven that had this story with Locke and Echo and had Walt make contact with Mike at the end? How would it be possible for me to give that episode a seven? 
spot is eight. If you're... <laughs> no, I gave it a nine. I loved it. Oh, wow, <laughs> it was... really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I was surprised how yeah. much you like, loved it. I was really worried you wouldn't like this episode. This, this, this is, there, there is two more episodes that I'm worried about dip-wise. This okay. is one of them. This is, this is an episode I thought you would dislike. I, I, I don't like it as much as it's in the bottom half of the season for me, but it's still a nine. I mean, I've only given one episode below a nine this season. So, but you know, I, I, I put this like sixth so far, I think, okay. uh, you know, I put it ahead of, I had, obviously I put it ahead of and found, uh, I, I put it ahead of orientation and I even put it ahead of everybody hates Hugo. So I gave this one. An yeah. Eight. So I, this Did is you... one of my least favorite ones. Let, let me tell you, a I, high eight. I'll give it a. It's it's a high eight, but an eight. Mm-hmm. I I I don't necessarily disagree. With that. I did kind of hesitate, like so. I, I usually do my breakdown, right, of the of the stories. Now, Lock Echo Mike, that was ten out of ten. I I could not get enough of that, uh, and I almost didn't get enough of that to give to give this episode a nine. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so. a very little amount. Yeah, um, but I did um, the the flashbacks and the Kate on the Island story. Um, I originally had both of those things ranked at an eight out of ten, uh, and I changed them both to a nine out of ten uh, because I just started thinking about all the parallels between this episode and Outlaws, and I, I don't know if i went back and forth on this for for a little while i i didn't like how similar it was to outlaws and then i ultimately landed on i actually love how similar it is to outlaws because it's it forms such a strong connection between kate and sawyer so i ultimately i think this is pretty awesome so if you had to ship kate with either jack or sawyer which one would you rather ship her with mr echo mr echo okay no, I'm ki- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I I would rather ship her with Sawyer, honestly. Um, I feel like if she and Jack are together, that's an automatic expiration date. They get off the island, they're done. Uh, Sawyer and Kate, I could see kind of hanging on to it off the island. I feel like if they get off the island, Kate goes to prison and jail. Or she and Sawyer go on the run, but Jack won't oh. go on the run with her, I don't think. <laughs> Jack's like, ah, I gotta be a surgeon. <laughs> yeah. Gotta keep my hands so... up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but like, the bunker stuff was so oh, yeah. good. The bunker stuff was, well, oh, my so, God. I, listen, I was having flashbacks to, like, a solitaire, a solitaire, solitary, a Saeed yeah. episode, right? That, uh-huh. listen great storyline there right with uh saeed and russo everything else yep. was crap so right i i was worried about that i i knew you'd like the bunker stuff but i was worried if the other stuff would bring it actually i thought you'd like the flashbacks as well i thought you'd be i was worried the, that you'd be middling on the flashbacks dislike the main story and love the bunker stuff so the flashbacks like the the opening the, the opening flashback like that that first one was pretty shocking i i was i was taken by that one uh the stuff that followed it kind of didn't really do too much for me because it it was like well yeah okay naturally of course yes 
yeah okay um but then i then i thought about it some more and it's like you know the fact that her mother was the one who turned her in that that does give the flashback some some teeth uh and the fact that that i like how the flashbacks tied in with what was happening on the island which is one of the things I loved about outlaws and why I keep drawing parallels, you know, in both cases, you have this animal haunt, like dredging up the past for them, you know, and it's Kate and Sawyer, you know, they're, they're in it together in both of them, you know, that you've got the boar dredging up Sawyer's past and outlaws, and you've got this horse dredging up Kate's past in this one, you know, you've got just all this guilt over somebody that they killed in both cases and, and you you actually you know you have the the specter of the possibility that the spirit of this person that they killed is actually haunting them yeah so so i i, I ultimately it worked like the flashbacks and the stuff with kate on the island worked well enough for me okay and the other stuff was so good that i come down on a nine but it like i said it's still you know, bottom half of the season so far. A little wobbly nine, but nine nonetheless. Yeah. And that is great to hear. Is uh, it though? Because I'm, I'm higher on it than you. So it, no, I is mean, that listen, I, as long as you're like in lost. Yeah. Fine by <laughs> gotcha. me, right? Like that. But good for you. And this is supposed to be a bad episode. Okay. So that's, that's good. I, Boys, I, the, there is one looking ahead in the IMDb user rating. Fire that's and Water? Like, is that the one you yeah, that looks like yeah, a real sticker. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the list. Um, I don't think you'll like it. I'm, I'm interested. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think who whose episode that could possibly be. I mean, the, the, the expression Fire and Water doesn't seem to make doesn't really connect to me right now but uh I, I if i think about characters that i just don't care about right now uh i, I have to say i'm i'm not looking forward to whenever we get a charlie episode oh okay yeah. that, that i am not looking forward to Stop. can i reveal something to you sure that's a charlie episode <laughs> <laughs> Like anybody else, uh, I, I there's really not another character I can think of that I would be disappointed to hear you say, you know, it's a Saeed episode or it's a Claire episode. Oh, oh God, I can only pray for a Claire episode. But, but, but you know, maybe you'll change your tune on Charlie by then. Now, maybe. Who I knows? doubt it. Maybe you'll change your <laughs> tune on him. I'll, 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 I'll leave out hope on that. Okay. Uh, but right now, you know, that, that's a few episodes on the line. We're on episode nine, what Kate did. Yep. And well, you want to get into Mr. Sal? Sure, let's do okay. it. We start. We see. So you talked about how we've never seen romance between Jin and Son, right? I think you talked about it not too long ago. Yeah, uh, during the abandoned podcast, we we had said that the Said and Shannon sex scene was the first overt sex scene that we had seen. Like yes, the only sir. time that we know two characters had, uh, you know, intercourse. But yeah. the you know, I, we kind of even with Jin and Sun, we said they're a married couple, and for all we know, they weren't doing anything. Yeah, well, well things might look different here, right? They do. They look and a little different. <laughs> things look a little different, and it looks like Hurley approves as well. So that's good. You, you need Hurley's approval. So, so what's good. up with all these What's up with all these tents on the beach? Like, all of a sudden, everybody has tents. 
Well, because, you and, know, you, they're, they're in it for a while. Log cabins are hard to build, Mr. Cell, right? Okay. They, they, I, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I get that part. But did they all move back to the beach? Because I thought they, most of them were living in the caves. Yeah, I question that, too. Why Why the beach versus the cave? I mean, I I think people just live wherever. I think just, yeah. I, like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like the team beach, team, like, cave thing has just died out. I don't know why. It, I so mean, really... I mean, I, I hated that storyline to begin with, but the, I mean, really, Hurley has a tent on the beach. He was in the caves. Jen and Son have a tent on the beach. They were in the caves. You know, like, uh, even going back to Abandoned, you know, Shannon pulls Walt's stuff out of a tent from the on the beach, not from the caves. Yeah, basically, basically a lot of people like to live on the beach now. Yeah. Nice, it's good. Uh, it's around the coast. I mean, okay. nice beach. It is a nice looking beach. You know, nice sand. It's all about the quality mm. of sand. I feel like when I go on yes. the beach, I don't like a very shelly, like rough sand. Nah, so. who does? Right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, we have all this happiness, Hurley approving, so on and so forth. But we'll see a bit of sadness. Saeed is a uh, digging Shannon's grave with some sort of trunk made shovel. Mm-hmm. Much, much more sorrow tone here. And so we, we had wondered uh, before how Saeed, how this is going to affect Saeed Shannon's death, right? He's mm-hmm. had a lot of trauma before. Can he shake off this trauma? And how much, I, I know you asked this question as well. How much does Shannon really mean to Saeed, right? Because we know the whole right. Nadia angle. Um, yep. Possibly his wife, some believed, though they were incorrect. It, the, uh, it was, but it was someone Saeed was interested in, right? Uh, yeah whole purpose why he was on the flight and so he questioned you know if they had gone off this island would he have stuck with shannon and right uh, this episode kind of answers the question a bit more that it looks like Slade does really care about shannon more and more it time does. goes on right last episode he seemed to care quite a bit this episode still seems to care quite a bit so mm-hmm. i i think that puts it to rest uh that oversight is really just acting it up now <laughs> just that way don't think you know what maybe maybe she was saeed's first maybe you know that that's that that could be. He was just he was he had such a good time that night. Oh my he's god! Very, he's very disappointed. I don't like the storyline at all now. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It oh, seems yeah. it seems he seems sincere. He does seem sincere. So good good for mm-hmm. uh Saeed. And meanwhile, we get back to uh the bunker and we see uh Sawyer is still out for the count. You know, delirious. Not doing well, and Jack's tending to his wound. Uh, and Sawyer, while he's in his, I mean, infected state, uh, you know, incapacitated, <laughs> he demands to know where Kate is. Uh, yep. Jack reveals to Sawyer and us that Kate has been up for over about 24 hours watching Sawyer, and he finally got her to leave by telling her to go get fruit. And that's, that's a big part of the story. Kate has been up for a very long time, and they do kind of. Yep. Remind us of it bit in bit out, but remember, Kate has not slept this entire time we're seeing this episode, so she's very tired. Right. Yes. Uh. So you know, then uh, Sawyer so, so, Sawyer then mutters out the words, you know that you know I love her. And that uh that kind of that that kind of hits Jack. You're like oh, there's there's a bit on that loving yeah. Sawyer loving yep. Kate. There you go. Whatever. And you know maybe he he can chalk this up to just be him being delirious. <laughs> Jack's like, I ah, know you don't, though. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's like, you're delirious, though. Okay, anyway. Yeah, oh, yeah. Funny jokes, are here. 
I, sh- I should say that Jack can comfort himself by I telling mean, yeah. himself <laughs> that he's know. delirious. I feel I feel like it's even worse if he's delirious. I feel like that's more in like a like from the soul kind of thing, right? Like no filter. He just oh, like a like a drunken person's words or a sober person's thoughts. Yeah, I don't actually. I disagree with that <laughs> sentiment. <though. laughs> so, but yeah, that argument. So yes, but uh, you know, well, we cut back to Kate. She's getting fruit from a tree, climbs down from the tree, but she sees a black horse. That then runs right off. So, Mr. Sal, what were you thinking here when she sees the black horse? Uh, that was her delusion. Fair enough. I guess that's, that's exactly what, that's what, what I they play. Thought. That's exactly what they play up. No way you should know. Seems like a delusion. Yeah. Just like that boar in Outlaws. Well, <laughs> Sawyer wasn't sleep deprived or no, I know. The boar, the, like, boar, you know the, boar, the boar was not a delusion whatsoever. Yeah. No one's ever put right. into question. I mean,. And I'm wondering if Outlaws, the same episode of Outlaws, but the boar was a delusion. And it's like Sawyer messing up his own tent and then going, ah, the boar did it. There was no boar. Well, anyway. I, but I, yeah, maybe they both are seeing things. No, I, I'm just saying, what if that was the case? I'm just, I'm just questioning now. What if well, then, Sawyer is just a crazy well, then the only, then the only person to validate that this horse is real is also can't crazy. be trusted anymore. Yeah. yeah. But there's two crazy people. So anyway, I I know magnets pretty well, and like attracts like. So anyway, uh, very good, Kurt. I I taught you so well. We get we get a nice flashback, <laughs> and this is this is a really interesting scene, right? The one that I normally the beginning flashback scenes aren't too interesting. The more set up, this one's definitely leaves you with a lot of questions. Kate's on you know at the waiting outside the front of a house, playing with like a the old. Lighter style. What do you call this lighter style that like opens up? Uh, Z- Zippo. Zippo lighter style. Opening it, playing with it. Sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess we probably should have seen <laughs> the explosion coming with God. her playing with a lighter on the porch. <laughs> no, I don't know if you can see it coming with someone playing with a lighter. Now, listen. If I see someone playing with a lighter, I'm not like, oh, they're they're trying to blow up my house. <laughs> Gotta watch her out. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, a man comes home in a car, wasted, drunk. We soon learn that it's her, um, at least her stepdad. But at this time, we don't even know his name, but her stepdad, Wayne, right? So, Kate must now get him to bed, all right? He's really drunk, very intoxicated. How dare he uh, drink and drive? Tsk, tsk. And, uh, you know, finally but, gets but, him to bed. But we don't see in the scene, we, we don't know who this is. We no, have we no idea who we don't, this is. We never hear his name at all, so just this... I mean, he's we don't older know that... than Kate, so he could be right, but... a lover of some but... sorts, a friend, mm-hmm. a dad. I, right, I don't, I don't know if grandfather but... really. I don't know if he's quite that nah. looking, but nah. but but we don't know. We don't know what her relationship to him is. In, yeah, this in is this the whole... weird part here. This in the scene, yeah, yeah, this is where the weird part goes. Of when Kate gets him to mm-hmm. bed, he starts making advances or remarks towards Kate. Now Kate shoots it down very heavily, right? <laughs> very displeased, mm-hmm. but he makes remarks. So this is this 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 is like well. Probably not her dad, right? Like that's that's yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, right, because I I originally thought it was her dad. Yeah, I think and then the you think it's her dad. It's like, well, I don't think right. it's her dad. That's a very non-dad like thing yeah. to say. Right, exactly. So eventually, she gets him in bed, takes her shoes off. Very kind of her for a man that she's going to explode. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I feel like I feel like I feel like at that point, I I guess she's trying to like play it off. You know, like, oh, it's an accident. But anyway, it gets him in the Oh, bag. I mean, she 
she didn't take his pants off. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather sleep in like my pants than with shoes on. That's a fine. You ever, you ever sleep with pants on? Yeah, I mean, it, yes. I was, I was, it was just, I was just kidding oh, because okay, he okay, said, yeah. I mean, he said, yeah, he's oh, gonna yes. take my pants off. So, <laughs> oh yeah, okay, I forgot about that. Oh, good old yep. Wayne. So, mm. anyway, Kate finishes up, uh, gets in a motorcycle, dips, and then the house explodes, and we get to see the intro. Yeah. So, so when he saw the house explode, did you think Kate did that on purpose or accidentally? Oh yeah. Okay. No, for sure. Right, for sure, purpose. purpose. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's that's what Kate did. I assu- I assumed. <laughs> what Kate did. But let's say the show doesn't hide it. We see exactly what Kate did. So, yeah. although you know, I have to say, I'm 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 a little relieved that, you know, I, I she wasn't like a kidnapper or like a sexual predator or anything like that. Like it, it was really, I was a little relieved to see that this is this was a like a revenge kill <laughs> just a revenge kill <laughs> i don't want to say just a revenge kill yeah, just but, a revenge kill you know but it was that. like something that she felt like she had to do for the sake of her mother you know yeah or, and, and the... we get to hear more about um the reason yeah. behind this obviously as it goes on but did you think he deserved it when he got home I mean, they don't they don't shine them in a very good light. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anybody deserves to be blown up, but uh, you know, I, I don't I, I don't believe that. I mean, I, I I couldn't pass judgment on the guy just did from this scene, like he hit on Kate, but I didn't know that he was her stepfather, actual father. You know, <laughs> like, but, but, but he was drunk driving, Mister Son. Look, nobody. I, I'm not going to give anybody the de- I'm not going to give anybody the death penalty for drunk driving. I, it's I'm wrong. Just, it's wrong. You shouldn't I, do it. It sounds like to me you're defending drunk driving. I'm not defending drunk driving. I am opposing capital punishment for drunk driving. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Interesting. If you want to die on that hell, but I'll leave you to it. I'd, I'd rather not die. But <laughs> no, I'm joking. I think it's a very reasonable hill to die on. <laughs> but you know so what we still keep on the flashback despite after the intro we're still in the flashback and it's kate going to a diner uh where we soon very quickly learn her mom works diane so we've yeah. seen kate's mom before when she was in the hospital dying right? kind of forgetting yes. things passing away uh but diane's here great you know good health and back in the hospital scene diane was terrified of kate so yeah you know, why is why is that? Why was that the case? That that's the big question. What did Kate do to cause this? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And this this answers my you know, this episode answers my question about the security guards, you know, that were guarding Kate's mom, Diane. Yeah. I originally thought that they were guarding her because she was the she was a criminal, but now actually they were guarding her to protect her from Kate. Although with that even that well, they might seems be protecting little... her. I think they're doing it because they think Kate will try to make contact with her. Because if you look here, later oh. she makes contact with her, um, with Sam, right? Nah, like her, his name's not Sam. Her. Oh, in this episode? Yeah, uh, her, well, who I she thought, thought was I, her biological father. Right, I thought you were talking about her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. Uh, no, no, guy. no. So she made contact with, um, Sam. Sam Austin, yeah. Yeah, Sam Austin. So... You know, if they know she made contact with one of her parents, 
what's to say she won't try to make contact with the other one, especially now that she's on her deathbed, kind of. So, right. You know, this, this is very, you know, hand in hand she might come. So I think it's a reasonable thing to do. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. She seems to be driven by at least some sort of emotion. So, uh, mm-hmm. there you go. She she comes to her uh, uh, mom's uh, while she's at work. Uh, get some coffee and mom's got a wrist injury. There you go. Yes, that, that's what it was. I, I, I said rest. Yep. That's what I wrote down. Wrist. Oh. There you go. Yes, her <laughs> wrist. And yep. she's a wrist injury and, you know, Kate's trying to get her to kind of admit that it was from sort of domestic dispute with a... Uh, well, not... Just to try to admit that some sort of domestic uh, dispute, but... Diane always, you know, holds firm, firm that she was just making her bed. Whatever. <laughs> Kate, you know, shutting a little choked up, grabs, uh, grabs and hands Diane an insurance policy to the house in Diane's name that she's gone for Diane. Uh, and this is where Diane starts to question, not Kate, but Catherine. As I think, I think we've heard before, her name's mm-hmm. Catherine, right? Yeah, that's what her boyfriend called her. Okay. I mean, I wish I could remember his name because I'm good. I, anyway, whatever. Yeah, well, I don't remember his name. <laughs> but, you know, Kate um, tells her that, uh, you know, hey, you never saw me. Uh, don't worry. Just say you were here working. And I've, you know, I've taken care of you. And you won't be seeing me for a while. So, dips out. And while she's doing it, Diane's wondering what happened. What'd you do to Wayne? Right, this is where she drops Wayne's name, mm-hmm. so we learn. And obviously, here you can piece the dots that Diane and Wayne are definitely some sort of couple with their mom. Mm-hmm. So it does, it does kind of insinuate that Wayne is Kate's father. Right? It's kind of insinuate, if not her father, at least stepfather, well, which we later find out. But at least I some mean, sort of connection. She refers to him as Wayne, doesn't she? Yeah. I mean, I, I, that indicates to me that this is probably a stepfather, not a father. Or maybe not even a stepfather, maybe just a boyfriend. Boyfriend, like, yeah. Yeah, but it 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 doesn't it 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 kind of that statement kind of eliminated him from contention of contention of being her biological father in my mind. Really? So you you is that because though? Listen, I'm not a parent or anything, so I can't speak in this decree. But for how old Kate is, do you think it's still like some parents might go away from calling? each other mom and dad and they just go to their first names uh, i i think it's very strange when that happens you think so really no, no matter how no matter how old really i don't think that's yeah weird. what i think it's weird if a kid stops calling their parents mom and dad kind of but i mean because to... it's not like okay when you when you talk to your wife and your kids are mm-hmm. not around do you go hello mom uh, so yeah, sometimes depends. <laughs> not when not when my kids are not around. No, no, no. If my only if only if my kids are are, not, are around. Like if she gets home from work, and the kids are right there, and I say, "Hey, mom, how you doing?" You know, like that, something like that. So, but you're right. When when the kids are not around, I would not call her mom. So, but so, like, let's say your kids are thirty. Are you still gonna do mm-hmm. that? Well, if I'm going to talk about, if I'm going to have a conversation about her and she's not there, I'm going to say your mother or mom. I'm not going to call her by her name to my to my kids. Why though? You'd call her to her name to me, right? Or maybe you'd say your yeah. Wife. You're not yeah. her. You're not her kid. Huh. I just I feel like that's I I 
I, I disagree. I don't think that's an odd thing to do, to just call your spouse by their first name to your kid once they're, like, of a certain age. It's It seems very strange to me. Because <laughs> it's almost like you're trying anyway, to... It, was... it, it seems like to me you're trying to hide her name from them. Obviously, I know that they, like, your kids know your wife's name, but it feels like you're trying to hide right. the name from them. Like, they're 30, I mean, they, they and you're know... like, you're like, your mom. <laughs> Like, there's something about that. Was just, I don't know why. It just well, it's it, because it establishes a relationship between the three of us. Like, as, as opposed to me saying, you know, if I just call her by name, it's like it's not, it makes it sound like she's like my girlfriend, having nothing to do with her, with my kids. Yeah, but if you're talking to not your true. kid, though, they know that it's their mom. Like, it's not like they go, oh, well, dang. Oh, I, I don't know, man. I, I. I I, listen, it's never. I'm. I I'm. I'm never gonna do it. So, <laughs> I just, you're gonna be walking a very tight rope, then, Mister. So, what do you do if you mess up by accident one day? It's not the end of the world, but it's not gonna happen. Like, <laughs> you're I, never gonna mess up. No. Okay. Careful, Mister. So. I don't mess up. <laughs> so there we go. So we we like Mister. Sal's been able to assume from this that. Uh, Wayne is not Kate's father. I could not assume that from this conversation alone. Uh, my first time viewing, I was like, "Oh, that's wow, he's really a weird guy." Then, I so I went, I went down the line of, did he do stuff to Kate or something? Right, that's what I was, was thinking right. too. And, but I can but, say he's still going down that line, even if he's not well, Kate's I, father. Right, and I and clearly, it, like, there's an implication that he's abusive to. Her, uh, to Kate's mother, to yeah, Diane. Diane, yeah, definitely, definitely yeah. The implication with the the whole wrist injury and Kate pushing it. So it certainly gives you a couple of. I mean, we now have a couple of reasons in our head as to why Kate did what she did. You know, he hits on Kate. He's abusive to Diane. Like he's he's scum, and like and nope, that's pretty nope. clear. I want the listeners to note how he did not say anything about the drunk and he's driving. He's drunk part. driving. No, yeah, nope, I... didn't say it. Well, he was listing bad things out. It's, it might almost be a, a Freudian slip, but in reverse, his 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 lack of mentioning it shows how he feels about it. Anyway, <laughs> I think so I'm, I'm starting to think you're a big believer in drunk driving. Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, I'm not. I don't. It's not. It's not a thing for me. But. Uh, I'm talking about from Kate's perspective. I would never say you would like, drink and drive. I want to say that right now. I don't think you would ever drink and drive. I just think you're a supporter of it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. <laughs> By any stretch of the imagination. But, uh, I, in fact, I, could, I condemn it vehemently right now. It's very important that we say things like this. That we don't skirt around issues and say, you know, ah, you know, the, 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 <laughs> I love you. You're a good person, but you got to go home because you can't drink and drive. I'll call you a taxi. Like we can't say stuff like that. I want to say right now, uh-huh. I condemn the action. Condemn the action. If you are a person who is drinking and driving, you are do you are screwing up. You cannot do that. Stop do doing that. that. But there should be <laughs> okay. a legal penalty for it. Yeah. No, obviously there should be. Oh, okay. It just it just shouldn't be capital punishment. <laughs> okay, so kind of kind of a confusing argument, but we'll we'll go with it. Oh my god. Oh my god. All right. So anyway, what my point is is that that we've seen two offenses against Kate. Yes. One, he hits on her. 
to and and is clearly her mother's at least boyfriend if not husband and two he abuses her mother so there that's two offenses against kate there let's move on before this gets (laughs) i mean there's a comment i can make on that uh so drug trafficking doesn't affect kate at all but you know we don't know if it has that's that's we don't know we, so, we, uh, so, it's you're po- saying, so you're saying he shouldn't be punished for something if he hasn't hurt anyone doing that? No, I'm trying to <laughs> rationalize Kate's actions. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what's her motivation for killing this guy. Okay. Him, dr- him drunk driving does not seem to me like a motivation for, for Kate to kill him because okay. we don't know that that has ever injured her in any way. That's very fair okay. point. Very fair. Okay, point. we do know that he hits on her. Yeah, and. We do know that he is in a relationship with her mother and hitting on her while being in a relationship with her mother. And we do know and that, hitting her mother, she, possibly. that she she at least suspects that there's an there's abusive uh, relationship here with between the two of them. So, all right, moving on. Let's go. Okay. No more comments. I'm <laughs> trying. Gotcha. So, so we, we get back to um, Jack. So Kate returns with some fruits. Jack and Sawyer are still there. Uh, Sawyer obviously not moving too much. Uh, Kate comments again about her lack of sleep, and Jack recommends so someone so someone still got to watch Sawyer while Shannon's funeral is about to start. So Jack's willing to take it up. Kate, you go to the funeral, rest up and whatnot. But Kate is willing to stay with Sawyer. She kind of insists on it, and she's going to be in charge of the button because everyone's going to be kind of gone for the funeral. So she's got to be charge Notice. of the button. Notice Jack reminds her about the button. I haven't forgotten Jack's relationship with the button. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's he's he does remind her her on the way out to make sure please remember the button. And there, Kate Kate's out. He goes. So what do you mean by that? Jack's relationship with the button. Okay, so so twice now in two episodes, I think twice in two episodes, like Jack has made it a point. To remind people about the button in his absence, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, you know, going back to his first interaction with the button, he did not believe it. He thought it was a hoax. He thought it was just a psychological game. Yet here he is, becoming obsessed with this button. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's the one reminding people to push the button, not lock. So do you think Jack cares more about the button than Locke now? I think he cares at least as much about the button as Mr. Locke. How do you care about the button, Mr. Sal? I, I want to see that timer get to zero. <laughs> well, that's because you're not on the island. What if you were on I'm the not. island, though? Uh, I would... I don't know. I, take I, that prob- risk? Take that risk? I probably would. I probably would. You would? I feel like I'd be on the Desmond route of... I don't really believe in the button, but jeez, man, like that risk. <laughs> That's this. This it just seems like this is a psychological experiment. Like it doesn't seem like this is actually performing any real function. I I do. I I wish we could see like a real psychological test of this in the real world, right? People being tasked in some capacity, they like they think they're being tested in some other capacity, but they're also told, "Hey, right. make sure you hit this button." That's the true test of hitting this button. Yeah. Uh, yeah. seeing if they do it or how obedient they are and how diligent and whatnot. But anyway, yeah. that aside, Kate's left to watch over Sawyer. Be. Mm-hmm. 
and she's very exhausted. Uh, we see, so we see a bit of Analysia and Mr. Echo. I've already said it. Next episode with, uh, will be Mr. Echo episode. So, yay! Uh, I'm so that. excited about that. <laughs> we'll see a lot more of them. But uh, Mr. Echo comes over to Analysia, who's trying to build. It looks like some sort of shelter. Oh, she's picking something in the ground, probably starting with some shelter. And mm-hmm. Mr. Echo says, you know, he's going to the funeral. Analysia mm-hmm. will not be going there, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, obviously she feels, and this is obviously this will be a running theme for Lucia that she feels kind of hated by the community around her because mm-hmm. she did kill someone. But Mr. Echo tries to give her some solace in the fact that you know most feel it was an accident. Mm-hmm. And how do you think, Michelle? Do you think most people feel that way? Do you think that's? Um, I think most people probably do. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, otherwise she would not be there. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the yeah. argument right there. Like, Anna, we'll see, they, yeah. they would have gotten rid of you if they, yeah. like, they would, you'd be in a much worse situation if they thought yeah. you purposely killed Shannon with malice. Yeah. So. yeah. You know, I'm interested that we did not get to see the conversation between Jack and Anna Lucia that would have taken place right at the end of the previous episode. Yeah. Right no, after that episode. You don't, you don't really get to hear anything at all. Does that, does that upset you at all? Uh, it didn't upset me. I, I I would have been very interested to see a little more of that. Yeah, I agree as well. That would have been interesting. We do, we do get a bit at the end here, but yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, we get to see Shannon's funeral. Uh, Saeed's hosting it, and he seems very sad and very choked up. He does not the most uh, eloquent eulogy. No, I mean I, he did a better job for the Boone eulogy, but I remember. If you remember for Boone's eulogy, we were we we, we kind of criticized Saeed because he didn't really have much to say. Like he was kind of just yeah. saying something to say something. Yeah. Like I don't know, man. But this but. was this was this was like we 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 didn't know each other, or we had, we didn't we had never met, we had never spoken, but then the app plane crashed, and we did meet, and we did speak. And I loved and her. I loved her. <laughs> like I feel like I loved her would have been better than we did meet and we did speak. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like we did speak oh, that one. Her, yeah, Hurley's like Hurley's like me as well. I also spoke with Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> and so Saeed, more like Saeed. Uh, Oh, God. I don't know why I said that, but poor Saeed. Hey, really... take, take the Y and the I out of his name, and what do you got? Sad, yeah. You can't spell sad. Saeed without sad. So. Right. <laughs> uh, so is it a typical thing to do, like, during a funeral, to, like, walk off? Is it a difficult thing to no, do, no, you're sorry. asking me? Tip- typical, I mean. Like, uh, For... giving a eulogy and then walking off because you're very emotional there. I don't think it's typical to walk away from the funeral, but like if maybe return to your seat like that, yeah, yeah, that but, would be typical. But, but Saeed here walks off. Just, yeah, he's just gone. Just walks off. Can't handle it. Uh, I, 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 no, that's not typical, I don't think. And Jack starts the great trend. And by the way, I think this is a great idea, right? He starts the trend of grabs a handful of dirt, puts it over to help bury Shannon, soon lock, and everyone else follows and does it. Great idea here, because they don't have, like, any sort of power tools. And listen, we've got everyone here at this funeral right now. Or we got so many people. Mm-hmm. we got so much, you know, manpower, whatever you want to say, here. Well, let's all just bury Shannon while we're here. Let's all just pick up some dirt, throw it in, <laughs> and, like, you know, get this done. There's, like, 
at least yeah. I, mean, I know there's about 40 so survivors but we'll say there's like 35 not everyone can make it right well they got five new ones though you're right we'll just say 35 we'll still be generous 35 or i mean we'll assume worse right or, i think they could i'm sorry four, four new ones excuse me yeah rip, rip cindy yeah yeah <laughs> i'm not saying she's dead just we haven't found her yet yeah yeah but there you go we could just bury uh bury him real yeah quick. i mean this is a traditional thing that's done at funerals at burials anyway yeah. like uh, individuals throwing something into the uh on top of the casket you know whether that be a handful of dirt or a flower or whatever um so this is this is something that's kind of but i did i also did note the functionality of it yeah <laughs> like, like this is i mean like it, it, it's nice well, let's keep doing it. Let's yeah. make like, like just, just <laughs> grab as much dirt as you can, throw it. Just everyone do that, and we'll we'll be done in like a few minutes flat. Surely, exactly. This will, this will go pretty quick. Yeah, this is this is a great idea. I wonder if that I wonder if that stems from like the tradition of like dropping some dirt on, or you know, dropping stuff over the casket. Mm -hmm. Well, it's in there. I wonder if it stems from like just during a funeral, everyone just. You know, while we're here, we don't have power tools. It's the olden times. Let's let's get some elbow grease in here and let's yeah get the dirt in. I mean, I yeah, it's interesting because I don't think it's very common to uh, to ha see people throw handfuls of dirt in anymore. Flowers, like every burial I've been to in my life, they they give you a flower to to throw in. Uh, but you know, I I've, I was with the dirt i always think of uh my, my uh, one of my other favorite series six feet under uh the very first episode they have like the the sprinkler uh like the salt shaker for for dirt to sprinkle dirt yeah. onto the casket um you know and and the main character rejects that at his father's funeral and you know grabs a handful of dirt and chucks it in and uh it's very it's it's really interesting but you know his his philosophy there is you know, grieving is dirty and ugly, and you know he wants to get his hands dirty. So, anyway, I, I don't know where where it actually stems stems from, though. Hopefully, it's from a place of usefulness. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I never thought of it that way, though. I never thought of the usefulness of putting dirt in the casket until nope. I saw it here. Yep. Uh, but here we get back to the swan. Uh, the uh, yep. You know, Sawyer and Kate. Uh, Kate's starting to play a record. She's prepping food. She's seeming all jolly and whatnot. She also starts talking about the horse she saw due to her lack of sleep. Even mm. Kate believes the same thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, Sawyer starts to like struggle to talk. So Kate kind of leads him closer and closer, and Sawyer just grabs her by the throat and he says, "You killed me. Why did you kill me?" And not not the same way I did it, but a much more yelling tone, a much more menacing tone. That was, I thought oh, that yeah. was not, it was that was an understanding tone. So, I, I we talked about a bit earlier of uh you know, relating to outlaws how, um, Sawyer felt the man he killed was kind of in the boar. Here, mm -hmm. Kate. So at first, uh, well no, it's just Kate. Kate is putting Wayne into Sawyer here kind of like right is the Sawyer doing it through me so do you think Sawyer actually really did that? like do you think Sawyer actually got possessed so my original uh, thought was that this was Sawyer's uh you know just deliriousness and he he didn't recognize Kate and did this but then I, but then the more I thought about it, I was like no this is definitely Kate probably imagining this 
like falling uh, asleep or something you think for a bit yeah it something. could be could be um but at the same time remembering sawyer's boar uh I, I don't want to discount the possibility that this actually happened it could have actually happened that's true mm-hmm. but we, we don't know if this actually happened or so i, I do i definitely on the side of uh kate imagined it but i i could totally mm-hmm. believe that sawyer woke up and you know believed you know you killed me and you know saying this stuff so mm-hmm. it, it, it could definitely go that way but what, what we definitely know is the way kate takes it right of, yeah oh god you know wayne is coming through sawyer in some capacity communicating to me so we then yep. cut to Locke and jack entering the swan and they hear the alarm going off like the the button the, the four minute or two minute timer alarm whichever it is it's four minutes mm-hmm. are going off and so you know Locke's gonna handle the button jack's looking for kate uh and oh it's almost like it was scripted mr sal only a second left Locke's able to get yep. it in and by the way i hate how he types it he types it for he, i feel like he types it I mean, I understand typing it slowly, but like he looks up constantly uh-huh. at like, like why is he? I guess maybe he's checking the numbers as he puts them in. But surely he's at the numbers yeah. memorized by now. Maybe he doesn't want to make a mistake. But even before he hits that, I don't know. I feel like this could have gone fast, especially with this much time left. <laughs> he, also, he took his yeah. time. He took his time for the amount of time he had left. He took his time. Literally, maybe. All of it. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's just you know dramatic effect. I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely is fair enough. So but. he does that. Okay, granted, it is a TV show. Yeah, they want to show he's punching in the numbers, uh, put some struggle to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they can't find Kate. Kate's missing. Uh, wonder where she went. Well, here's where we went. Uh, she's in the jungle walking, and Charlie confronts Kate. Right. Yep. About how you know you missed the funeral. Uh, yeah, she talks about well, I was with Sawyer. Sorry, and Lucia didn't come either, but kind of understand why maybe yeah yeah so on and so forth so we, we get news from this and then charlie kind of realizes kate's you know not listening and so on and so forth and kate just talks about how she might have seen a horse you know she saw this black horse and mm-hmm. charlie's reply reply to this is you know he's heard monsters and he's seen a polar bear so maybe there's oh, a horse yeah and off off kate goes to look for the horse yeah. Presumably to look for the horse, but off she goes. So that's why I take it as she's off to go look I for forgot the that he mentioned the polar bear here. He did mention the polar bear. Just selling his polar bears. Oh man, I love the polar bears. So we, you know we why? Get, why? Well Because it's a connection to Walt. All, all I'm seeing again though, Mr. Sal, is in that film when we first saw it from uh in the Swan, there was a polar bear shown in there. Or polar bears. I don't, I don't care about that. Okay. Uh, a flashback. I, I, I do care about that. <laughs> uh, Kate is trying to buy a ticket to Tallahassee. There's a man behind her questioning her decision. Which, by the way, imagine you're trying to get a ticket somewhere and some guy's badgering you about your destination choice. Like, whoa, Tallahassee. Hey, yeah. Tallahassee. Like, oh my god that was, uh, I was like what, what is this especially, guy? especially after you buy the ticket I feel like it's the worst part like maybe maybe yeah. they're trying to help you out before you buy the ticket like you're going on a vacation but you're already like you're you're buying the ticket it's too late yeah I'm ready to go no nah, Tallahassee's the worst you want to know what's better than Tallahassee and closer to half the cost and like <laughs> not, even, not even helpful though but no nope. he finally turns around maybe you could tell from the voice but it's the Marshall no. 
Yeah, it's only, when I saw him, I recognized him, but not from the voice. It's the Marcel. Uh, and, you know, he, she turns around, and clearly, this is some sort of, like, the Marcel knew she was going to be here, because we kind of, they, they yeah. glance to other undercover people, and the Marshal yeah. calls her out, gets her in, or gets her in cuffs, and tells her that her mom gave her up. So, Mr. Sal, uh, I'm not in this uh, position as you are, uh, I forget the words, but you have kids. I do. Would I have you, two. Would you give them up? Uh, as a parent. Congratulations. I, thank you. Uh, I I would feel, I don't I, I don't feel like I could do that. Okay. No matter the crime. I'm not, I'm not I'm not gonna say they killed your like wife or something. That's too much. But what if, what if, uh, pre, uh premeditated murder. Hmm. I mean, I'm not saying you have I, to help I, the kid, but would you? No, help? I, I, I mean, I, I would probably have a hard time believing it. Yeah, and I, therefore, I, I thought, like, I thought, I, the response you could have also given us which kid did it. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna give that response. <laughs> no. But I would have a hard time believing it, and and so I think that my my hope and and desperate clinging to the possibility that they didn't do it mm-hmm. would prevent me from turning them in. Yeah, or at least helping authorities in any capacity. Yeah. Now this now in this case though, Kate has already base has already confessed to it. Yeah, to yeah. Her mother. What happens if your kid confesses to you? That's a tougher question, right, boy. They, you know, they confess. Oh man! Like they apologize. Like, listen, I did it. Maybe they explain the rationale. I guess maybe it comes up to the rationale. Oh man! Uh, I don't know. I think I think the right thing you say here every time, Mister Sal, is yes. I'd help the authorities to the best of my ability because that way. You know, if if you really would help them, there you go. And if you wouldn't help them, well, then you're saying that's the best of my ability. Like I, I have nothing to say, even if you do. So, hmm. I well, I mean, I I don't it's know. Like so much someone, depends. It, it's kind of like if someone asks, "Are you a good liar?" You should say no, not yes. That's like, right? You know, you, that that's yeah. Mr. Sal, are you a good liar? No. Yeah, I see. That's a terrible. That's a BS. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. So, yeah, it's definitely definitely a hard thing. And but I, I think what would feel worse though is if your parents gave you up, especially if you did a crime trying to help them. Now, granted, this this is definitely murky waters because it's it's yeah, it's almost Kate's crime is almost saying I know what's good for you, right? And yeah. she's really yeah, yeah. taking something up upon her, right? Because she's she definitely changed her mother's life radically because she's she's killed her. I mean, we know it now her husband, right? The person she's married to, and now we yep. we can go on about like the, you know, the abuses and you know him hitting her or not. But uh, there's, there's there's I feel like there's a lot of moral like uh, questions that can be asked here. Like, oh yeah, did Kate do a right thing? Let, let, let us let's assume. Let's assume because it's very clearly like we'll assume that he does beat her, right? Because we never see her him do it, but we'll we'll assume that yeah. She, yes. He is uh, domestically abusing her, so we'll give that as like a given. 
did Kate do the right thing? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. know. I don't know. It, it, Diane I mean, still gives I, her I, up. I, Diane probably doesn't feel that way. I mean, I, I feel like there are less extreme measures that Kate could take to, you know, she, she, I, I think that, you know, she, she could turn him into the authorities. She could, you know, catch uh, him in well, the act with a camera. Like, she, there are all kinds of things that she could do that aren't blowing up his house. I feel like domestic uh, abuse, though, has, like, the person being abused has to press charges. Like, even if you record them doing it. If Diane just says no, it's okay. Then hmm. it, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know I don't, about that. I, I don't think you can charge him because I think about that legally. Like, if if because then that's basically her consenting to it. If she's oh not consenting, but I mean they're asking like, you know. I I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like legally, he's still in the clear as long as Diane doesn't doesn't press know, charges. Yeah, yeah, doesn't go through with it because the, the cops are gonna ask her if she wants to press charges, and it appears like. They'll say no. I think the, the whole issue is trying to convince Diane. But if you can't convince hmm. her, do you give up? Hmm. Or do you do what Kate did? Or at least take some sort of justice in your own hands? I think that's the question. Uh, okay. Yeah. But of course you give Kate yeah. a crime that you can morally, you know, ration. <laughs> I mean, even... even... I, even even if that's the case, even death like, there are so many less extreme measures. What what what, what, than what is another up. what is another less extreme measure though? Well, I mean, he's totally incapacitated in the bed. You could you know, tie him down to the bed, you know, and, and wake him up when he wakes up, like threaten him. Like the, the, there are all kinds of things that you could do that aren't killing him. Yeah, but I said none of those are guarantees, right? No, they're not. They're not, and that's that's probably, you know, why Kate went down the road she did. I mean, it's hard. It's hard for me to condemn Kate because, again, I, I also don't know all the ins and outs of this. They definitely, okay. definitely. But so so it's hard for me to condemn her, you know, and and she's somebody that I've been sympathizing with for a season and a half now, you know. So so it's very that that part is very difficult. But I. I th- but she definitely i mean what she did she she deserves uh some kind of consequence for what she did though you can't just go blow the houses up with people who hurt the people you love okay so you you, i just want to make sure on the record that you are condemning house bombers unconsenting mm -hmm. house bombers (laughs) unconsent yes i am condemning house bombers well even the consenting ones uh, even the consenting ones. Okay. Wow. That is bold. A great admiration for. I also don't know how this how this insurance policy would work. No, this, I mean <laughs> uh, maybe chalked up to arson or like some like as long as. So I do, I don't know house. Obviously, if you blow up your own house on purpose, you're not going to get the policy. Right. So I don't. I mean, I mean, I know the the Marshall talked on gas leak so maybe mm-hmm. like Kate just uh, yeah. the gas running and then right and i wondered if if this was like on some sort of timer or if she said it that way but then it, it seems like she got him situated in bed and then turned the gas on and you know yeah left maybe it's yeah. um maybe he always smokes before he sleeps it's like a gas leak i don't know it's like 
himself. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's you know, there are lots of ways that, to do yeah. it. You could have a frozen chicken slide down into the fryer. You know, <laughs> where's that from? This is Better Call Saul. Okay, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, fair enough. So, <laughs> but definitely, it's a moral quandary that made me think of quite a bit of. I mean, I I don't think there's any question that what she did was wrong. No, what she did is like, wrong, but is, is it more or less wrong than what he's doing? I, I mean, the, moral relativism uh, okay. is not... I, yeah. This is the big question I, I'm asking. It, what is better for Diane? Wayne alive or Wayne dead? Yeah. Well, right now she's homeless. <laughs> she's... <laughs> You know, she's got an insurance policy that may or may not pay out. All right, well, for, forget, oh yeah, let's forget all, like, all the extremities. I, I, let's go right to just poof, uh, Wayne is gone or not. Like, we'll, we'll go into the house doesn't get destroyed here because I don't want the house being part of it. Like, just, uh, mm-hmm. like, shoots and kills Wayne or something and hides the body and still gets caught. Just, house is still intact. Is this better or worse for Diane? Do you think? Uh well, since Diane turned her in, it seems like it's worse for Diane. That's right. Yeah, that's what I wonder, right? But I feel like most people would be like, "You should leave him. That's bad for you." Now, granted, also our house got destroyed, and it is murder. I'm not like, and, and, right? right? Well, we don't we don't know what kind of conversations have gone on between Kate and Diane in the past. Like she, they may have had that conversation several times. Who knows? Yeah, but. But I, I mean, but we know that Diane is upset enough about this to turn in her daughter. Yeah. So obviously, this is not what she wanted. Yeah. Oof. Maybe it's what she wanted, but she feels as though legal ramifications still have to, you know, be done. She, she, she's a staunch believer, and she's anti-unconsenting home bombers, right? She, she's against that. Okay. So she yeah. has to okay. keep up with her uh, police. So. She's, the, she's the president of the club. <laughs> but nonetheless, we get to see Charlie playing with his guitar. Uh, and all, all that happens here is Jack uh, is pointed by Charlie in the direction uh, he last saw Kate go to. So there you go. Yeah, un- unnecessary uh, scene. Here, here's a necessary <laughs> scene. Here's the one that I know you, you have great uh, respect for. And uh, I want to know your thoughts. We, we go to the next scene. Locke uses some bolt cutters to cut off uh, Jin's handcuff. I love it. You love it. I, love I loved it. Too, it. Right? I yeah. think they've they stuck with it long enough. They've earned it, right? They've they've absolutely. Well, I, I do enjoy it. I'm gonna miss it, but you know it's bittersweet in that way. But they've definitely earned it. I'm happy they stuck with yeah. it. Good yep. on them. You know, just do, do you think the high handcuffs symbolize anything in Jin? Like handcuff going off? Yeah, I mean he's a different person than he was. Huh? So. I think there's definitely some of that. Okay. Michelle just want to admit the fact that he might have changed his tune on Jin. No, Jin had a change for him to change his tune on Jin. I mean, but it's true. Possibly. I think he was there all along. He just looked at the wrong side of Jin. I mean, I, yeah. I guess I'm only seeing what they're showing me. <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> you no, only can we, see what we, they show we, you. We, we don't know what went on the in that tent last night. We don't. There could have been a lot of just yelling. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, but you know, uh, uh, Mike is looking. So Mike, you know, we we know he works in construction. Uh, so I guess he mm-hmm. 
maybe he has like an engineer's type mind, but he's uh looking, you know, he's looking at these uh glass doors. He has a uh, lock about them, you know, because they're kind of here in case of an explosion. Did a Desmond ever explain mm -hmm. these doors or anything? And Locke goes, no, you know, he hasn't. But he did leave a movie. So Mike and Echo steps up to back. Uh, Mr. Echo would also like to see yeah. this movie. So yeah, it's a movie watcher. It's good for them. A nice, a nice, great film. Uh, meanwhile, oh yeah, well they go do that. We have Kate in the jungle. Uh, she kind of just sat around in the jungle. Uh, Jack finally stumbles upon her, and you know he, he's he's definitely a bit more aggressive at the beginning of this confrontation because he's like, "What are you doing? You know, why'd you leave Sawyer on the ground and run off? Like, what, Kate? What's going on? Right?" And mm -hmm. Kate starts apologizing and. She, she says the lines of, I'm sorry I'm not as perfect as you. I'm sorry I'm not as good. Yeah. So, did you think she was talking to Jack directly or anyone else? Uh, no, I, th I mean, it, it seemed like Jack. Yeah, okay. I agree. Uh, I, I wonder if she had, like, maybe she was imagining anyone else in Jack's place. But, no, I agree. I think she was talking to Jack. Uh, But, you know, she tries to run off. Jack grabs her. Uh... Kate starts kind of breaking down, and then while the emotions are high, I guess she, they passionately, quite passionately, kiss. Yeah, this is a big one. Very, very big one, and very passionate kiss. And then she runs off. So confusing. Very confusing. Was that kiss even passion? Was there true passion behind it? Was it just a ploy for Kate to get away? I don't know. I mean, she looks horrified as she runs too. It's yeah. like. I'm, yeah. It's not like it's not like a look of embarrassment. It's like a look of horror. Yeah. I mean, Jack must be a bad kisser. It didn't look like it though. This this yeah. this kiss was impressive. <laughs> Horrifying. The scarring event. <laughs> so, uh, we we get back to the the swan. Uh, they're watching the you know they're watching through the film. We're getting near the end. Uh, Mike, Mister Echo, Locke, uh, and we we get to the part of. Do not attempt to use the computer for, and it cuts, right? And this is a noted part because uh, afterwards, after they're done viewing it, Mike, he's definitely, he's more like Jack. When Jack first saw it, he's kind of, and you as well, because you're sort of a button uh, non-believer, but. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, you know, Mike can't believe people have been doing this. He's, you know, kind of curious to the whole system behind it, why we're doing this. And also, mm -hmm. he does question these missing segments in the film. Yep. You know, so so Mike has a lot of questions going on. And Mr. Echo, they, they kind of ask him, very quiet soul, only speaks when he has something to say. I will respect that on Mr. Echo. <laughs> and he just, sure. he just gets up and just walks off. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't so, say anything. No, no reaction at all. Says nothing. Says nothing. So this guy. So off he goes. Um we get back to Kate, who's now sitting by Shannon's grave. Uh, Saeed comes to put a necklace around the kind of, not a tombstone, but it's the, what do you call it? I mean, it's a cross. It's a crucifix. It's a, yeah, it's a cross. Cross, okay, yeah. But, mm -hmm. Although there's a name for it if you put a cross on a... A crucifix? A crucifix? There you go. Uh, puts it around that. Puts it around the crucifix. And uh, you know, Kate apologizes for missing the funeral, but she had to be with Sawyer. Uh... And Saeed questions why she's not with them now. Which to me is kind of... Is, is Saeed insinuating that... You know, that there's a relationship between Kate and Sawyer by saying that? I, feel, I, yeah, I thought Saeed was going to go down the road well, of... If I, if I, you know... Because 
Sawyer could die, maybe, right? There's the mm-hmm. worry of that. So if he's on his deathbed, you should go with him. If he could be with Shannon before she died again, I would. Maybe it's, you know, as I thought what he was kind of insinuating. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Kate talks about how she's going crazy and if Saeed believes in ghosts. And Saeed remarks about how he had seen Walt right before Shannon was shot. So I, I remember I had asked you, I was, I was wondering if you would, because I was wondering how you felt about that, like if you had believed Saeed really saw Walt. And I mean, obviously yeah. he did. He's admitting to it. Uh, right yeah, that was, was that, that was big. Yeah. He admits to seeing Walt. And mm-hmm. he questions, you know, does that make me crazy? So, yes. You know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yes, it but... does. It must. <laughs> Yeah. So we've seen Walt. Is that black horse real? At this point, did you think that black horse was real? No, I still wasn't buying the black horse. I'm gonna ask you to very even if you think it's still real. By the way, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 I get it. So flashback. Uh, it's night. It's stormy. Kate is being driven back by the marshal, right? And the marshal mm-hmm. kind of has a pretty good read on Kate, right? He he even kind of goes through it you know he reveals that diane divorced so we you know divorced and got married to wayne so you know if, if you hadn't figured it out like mr sal could have uh this is kate's stepfather um yep. and diane still defends wayne despite being abused and so marshall feels like he's got kate pegged great because she doesn't have a record or a history or anything so clearly it was something against wayne but why now right and mm-hmm. he even questions did he ever come over to you at night? And Kate does remark back that he never touched her. So mm-hmm. that's out of the question. So the Marshal, the only thing the Marshal stumped on in this case is why now did Kate decide to kill Wayne? And the next question as well, right? Yep. So what, yep. what do, do you think you had any idea for what broke uh, the straw on the camel's back or whatever, like the tipping point? I mean, it just seemed like... Yeah, abuse either his abuse of Diane or him abusing his position and and trying to sleep with Kate. And you just thought the dam just broke by having yeah. That, like, I mean, okay. that, yeah, yeah. That I mean, that's that's what it seemed like to me anyway. Yeah, fair enough. But luckily for Kate, a black horse runs over the road, and this uh, <laughs> causes the marshal to crash. Um, he's not completely out for the count, but he's definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone can't pass. He, he, he's definitely very he's, weakened. <laughs> he, he's face planted in the airbag. I mean, so he's face planted. He kind of tries to fight off a bit, but Kate kind of shoves him out of the car and then drives. Yep. So, so due to this horse, Kate's able to get in the car, and right before she drives off, she even gets a good look at the horse before it gallops off. So, thanks to this horse, she's able to get away from the marshal. So. Yeah, this was this is the the one big difference between this and Outlaws is there there aren't any boar in the flashbacks for Sawyer. Yeah, he's it's not it's not a boar. He's like, oh, thank you back again, boar. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not terrified of the horse. He's right. Yeah, the ghost. The, like, there, there's the connection is just a ghost coming to the present. Like, oh, they're haunting. Right, it's just dredging killed, up. haunting them. Yeah, it's dredging up memories. It's yeah. it's like, yeah. So, we get by to a Mike and Locke. They're by the button. Mike's asking some more questions. You know, why can't you pre-write the numbers? Locke says the computer, the input to the computer, so kind of like the keyboard typing to the computer, is a locked. Like it does not work. Nothing will write down until four minutes left. So, right. Mike, you know, you know what? 
let me have a look at it. Let me, can I look at this hardware? I'm gonna have a look at this hardware. Uh, yeah. So Mike, he's gonna give it a look at that hardware. Well, he does that. Lock walks off, and there's Mr. Echo in like the kitchen area in a booth. Uh, mm-hmm. and he he has something that Locke should see. So, you know, but first he has to start at the beginning. So yeah. long before Christ entered <laughs> his <laughs> I do love that. I did. I loved it. I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> it was really at the beginning. But he yeah. tells a story about basically a uh, Jose- let's, let's see how well I can retell the story. Josiah, uh, under Josiah, people worshipped false idols. Uh, Josiah was. <laughs> Was gonna use all his gold to kind of help rebuild the temple, but it was the secretary. That's what he says. Yeah. Yeah, he says secretary. That is, uh, that's there's no way before like zero BC there's something something called a secretary. I feel like like secretary yeah, you're of advisors. the treasure. I guess yeah. like an advisor. Fair enough. Yeah, but like yeah, a subordinate of some sort of some you know yeah. Uh, found the Old Testament. Yep. Okay, so there you go. So he talks of this, <laughs> and. So he remembers back at his bunker. Uh, what what was the name of that bunker? I can't remember now. The the arrow, right? The arrow, yes. There you go. Yes, it's the arrow. And in the arrow, do you remember what he saw in the chest, Mister Sal? Uh, I mean, there was the book, the radio, the lamp. Uh, there was a lamp, right? The lamp wasn't in there. Like there was a light that could turn on. That, but that wasn't in the bunker. Okay. Three things. So oh, okay. Third thing. So. There's the the book, the radio, and the glass eye, right? Glass eye, yep. There's the third thing. So, okay, just reminding you of those items. Uh, okay. So, um, I I also wonder if he ever shared this info with the rest. Of, I don't think he has, based on the way. I, I don't know if he shared this information with the rest of uh, his survivor group. Was, he, was he the one? Was he the one who pulled the book out? He's the one that kind of took the Bible. No one ever opened the Bible. Okay. to Mr. Echo getting a hold of it. So he had the Bible. Okay. And he takes the Bible out and he kind of tells Locke, you know. Uh, but here, I, in the arrow, I found this in a chest. I found this Bible. And then he gave it to Locke. And Locke, you can kind of tell when he's opening it at first, he's kind of questioning it to a degree, right? He's like, okay, like big whoop. Mm-hmm. This, this, is, this is not going to help me. But he flips through it. And he gets to a cutout part, and there's film inside this Bible, right? There's a cutout mm-hmm. hidden in the Bible, the, the good old-fashioned hiding something in a book trick, which I, I've never done. I kind of want to do, though. I do really want to do I know. It seems, seems very cool. Like, I want to I – I, I've always thought of getting, like, a bookshelf and buying a bunch of books, but using it to store items. Like, I have <laughs> books relevant to that item, so, like, I might have, like, a, like a chapstick book. And in this book, I just put like chapsticks, <laughs> and then, like, a, like a mince book, and so it looks it's like a bookshelf, but it's not at all for like the reading of the books it's for storage. <laughs> the things I care about. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why. I, I just that was a thought of mine to do. Anyway, that's oh man. So there's that's a, what, what that's are you talking about? That's it's a very curt thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, that's how I store my thing. I, like I have a lot of like little containers for things. So I would like if I could put all my little containers in a place that I feel would look nice. And I think yeah. using books, I have to buy the books and I have to cut the books. I see. I think it would be harder to cut out like a slot in a book than than 
it ever looks in television movies. I agree. Well, I think I think you got to do it bit by bit, kind of. Like you just kind of like slot up the first page, and then once you, once yeah. you get quite quite a bit into the slate, it gets easier because then you kind of have like the, you kind of made yourself like a mold almost. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Definitely, it's definitely. It can't be the world's easiest thing. I agree. No. And it's got to have enough like thickness to it. Yeah. And maybe it's not that bad. I'm thinking. Why think about it? Oh man, I, don't I really know. want. I really want to do that though. I gotta try yeah. it out. I got. I gotta get. It. Yeah. I gotta get. It. But Michelle, <laughs> pass me over some old books. Oh man, I got a million of them. Sweet. Yeah. Can I, can I, huh? I, gotta, I gotta tear some up. Here. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that's great. He's got the film. Uh, so we seem a bit excited. Yep. Who? But this. I feel like I, the, the, the showwriter's putting in how Mr. Echo tells the story about the Old Testament and stuff. I think kind of it kind of relates back to the statement I kind of said about the faith between Locke and Mr. Echo. They're both very faith-driven characters, but Mr. Echo seems a lot more religiously faith-based. And yeah, Locke, Locke didn't know the story at all. Yeah, I and mean, I'm not saying Locke's not religious or he doesn't believe in religion or anything, but he's his faith isn't as religion-based, right? Still right. kind of spiritual in a way, but he, you know, he's just believes kind of in fate and there's a plan for it. He's still faith driven, but a different type of faith than Mr. Echo. I do like, I do like the difference yeah. here. Or they're, they're almost like, um, they've kind of turned, they're, they're turning it from a spectrum kind of like two ways into like a, a two dimensional, kind of like the political compass that people use. They're turning it into now like a, like a, a graphing plot that you could put it in. They're, they're both on the virtual side, but they're, they're, they're almost, they're they're quite opposite in terms of the type of um, or or sorry the faith side, but they they definitely have differences in terms of yeah faith, so. a big one coming up in just a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Jack is chopping wood. Hurley comes to him. Good old Hurley, uh, just talking, you know, stuff. So it's amazing, <laughs> <laughs> right? To sell that Rose's husband is white. <laughs> 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 saying that uh <laughs> really. so he's just yeah you know, he's just chatting you know who's caring for sawyer son is uh and he questions if jack is mad at sawyer because normally sawyer chops wood and now you are that's kind of a transference back when he's a yeah. psych word so there's some psychoanalysis by uh hurley and i don't really know if that's quite transference like i don't it doesn't i don't know that it, well yeah, because like the way the way I was told transference is, is kind of like um, let's say my parents always uh judged the way I I don't know I can't I can't tied my shoes so now when I'm in public mm-hmm. I feel like every, like I feel like you judge me when I tie my shoes because they judge me I feel like that's transference. Oh, okay. That's what that's All what right. I was told when I heard about I, it. But I. Okay, I thought it was ways. more like my parents judged me for the way the way I tie my shoes. So now when I go out in public, I judge the way other people tie their shoes. Oh yeah, that's true as well. Yeah, that but either way, well. e- either way, that that's not what Jack's doing. <laughs> well, no, Sawyer chopped wood. <laughs> now I chop wood because I'm mad at him. Like I don't understand the bad <laughs> part. Maybe Sawyer if Sawyer chops wood when he's mad, I'll chop wood. I I don't know. But anyway, yeah. I mean. Also, neither of us are uh, psychologists ever, so it's right. a degree. But, 
Right. But there, the, anyway, there's a connection between what Jack's doing and Sawyer. Yes. And, so the, and... the, the, Her, Hurley is drawing that through line between Jack and Sawyer. So Yeah. And listen, he's kind of spot on. Is Jack Matt oh, yeah. Sawyer? It, it would seem he kind of is, especially near the end, closer to the end. So, or at least mm-hmm. he's upset in some capacity. So, yep. Uh, we get, we're back down in the swamp. Sun is caring for Sawyer. Kate comes in. Uh, she kind of wonders where Jack is. Sun doesn't know. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, she also wonders if uh, Sawyer said anything. Sun says no to that as well. And then Sun kind of, you know, requests to leave. Kate obliges. And now Kate is back to taking over for Sawyer. So, uh, while she's looking at Sawyer, we get the final flashback here. Yep. It's, uh, Kate walks into a recruitment center of sorts. And Mr. Sal. Yeah. I'm sure you spot spotted it. Mm-hmm. What was there in the background of that small television? Oh no, I didn't spot that. You didn't spot it, Mister Sal. No. Oh no. You you have oh, to go right now. Oh my gosh. You have to go right now. I'm I'm turning it on right now. <laughs> well, as you do that, I'll keep exploding the rest because this is kind of seed. But yeah, go to right as she like go go to literally right as she's like the beginning of the flashback. Go right. Okay, there. I will. All right. Just watch. You can mute it and just look at the TV. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked you didn't I'm, see I'm, it. I'm working Quite on it. Even. I'm, I'm, I'll keep ridiculing you for it. Anyway, though, oh, I'm so disappointed in myself. I didn't even notice a TV. If I had noticed a TV, I would have looked at the TV. It is a very small TV. Anyway, just let me know when you've seen yeah. it. But Kate right. greets uh, the man as her father, and you can even see a name tag. I don't know if she ever uses the word Sam, but you can see the name Sam Austin on a name tag. There. Correct. Yes. Uh, so you know Sam questions if uh you know if kate should be here the law's after you but kate is confident that no one's here for her he waited two hours so no need for that and she's more pressed on the issue of why sam never told her sam's confused so kate goes right. into better explanation on what it was uh not too long ago kate was making a scrapbook for sam's i believe birthday but was making a scrapbook for him and so mm-hmm. she had requested photos of Sam from some other source, maybe a friend. I don't really know where she requested the photos from. I forgot, but she requested photos of Sam. Those photos uh, of Sam were of him in Korea and were dated up until four months before Kate was born. That means um, like five or so. When when she would have had to be concepted, Sam was in Korea. Right. This, this, Concepted, this means, huh? Yeah. Conce- conceived. Conceived, there you go. <laughs> We've thought of a name, Kate, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, conceived, yeah, it's much better. Uh, so she's concluded that Sam is not her biological father, but rather Wayne is. So Kate is really upset that Sam never told her, right? Just raised her like she was his own, but never revealed the fact that um, she wasn't or he wasn't her real biological father, Wayne was, why didn't he reveal this, right? And yeah. Sam says he did not tell her because he knew that she would kill Wayne if she knew. I I mean, I, I don't think I agree to that extent. I mean, maybe, maybe he did plan on telling her at some point. I, I mean, I guess we don't, we don't know yeah. what Kate was like as a youngster. Yeah, well, I could believe. Yeah. I don't understand not wanting to tell them while they're a youngster, right? Like, I don't know. What do you think of that? Like, if 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 you have like a four year, five year old, are you gonna tell them I'm not your biological dad? Because I just feel like they don't even understand what that means, right? 
Right. And so, yes. Yeah. Oh uh, my God, I'm looking at this TV right now. Michelle, you want you want to describe what's on the TV? It's Saeed. Is Saeed. he being arrested? Mm-hmm. Oh no. It's. I mean, it's it's tough to tell, but I, I mean, I, I'm sure it's not it's not the scene from the airport. We know that because Kate's not there. Mm-hmm. So then, where's is it when he right before when he was uh no because that was right before the airplane and yeah so it wasn't Sydney yet it wasn't. It wasn't that airport yet either. So it must be some sort of flashback we've yet to see. Oh my gosh, this is way this is way before, right? Because she spent quite a bit of time in Australia, like yeah. months. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely not immediately beforehand. We don't really know quite the time skit. Like I, I am assuming that what's taking place now is before her like childhood best friend, whatever, uh, died. I'm just assuming that. I don't actually know, though. This could take place after when she visits Sam. So it doesn't really, you know, mm-hmm. kind of hard to tell, but. Right. Oh, man. In any case. Oh, man. The, all, there I'm is, so disappointed that I missed I'm that. I'm shocked you didn't see that because I know you like those things where you see the. the, the I connection. love it. Ah. Yeah. Are there, there, there's, there's, there are two big ones in flashbacks that I think you're really going to like, Mr. Sal, in terms of uh, connections. Between them, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, people, or just connections oh, in general. Yeah, I think you'll really enjoy. That's on awesome. on par but... with the Christian Sawyer stuff. Oh, really? Maybe maybe only one on the Christian Sawyer stuff, but definitely another one that's relatable to it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's I mean that's big. So. All right. So anyway, so telling somebody that. They're not the biological. That you're not the biological father, you know. I, I think I feel like if, man, I mean, if you're gonna do it, like, man, I, 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 I would need to know the timeline on this. I would need to know like how how old was Kate. I would want to know, you know, when how old was Kate when. Sam, you know, left or whatever, or or was they divorced? Well, it says here Sam wished he could have taken the five-year-old Kate with him. So when she's about five, when it seems like a. So it seems to me then okay if if he's if he's leaving. She's five. I'm not sure why nobody told her that. Wayne was her father. Yeah, I have no clue either. That seems strange. I guess her mom doesn't want to tell her to save face, like to know the fact that uh, she wasn't cheating on her father. And... I mean, she's five. She's five. She's probably not even gonna remember it. Yeah, but when she gets older, she's gonna realize. Wait a second. How is she, how is he like? You know, I think by the time when she. She, she won't remember it. I, I mean, I feel like the point of telling them is so they remember. If they don't remember it, then it doesn't matter if you tell them or not, right? That's not that's not an issue then if she won't remember it. I'm assuming she's going to remember it if we tell her. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to go too far yeah. down this. But, 
but it seems it seems to me like what's the point of withholding it i mean she's she's five she's not like just she could just not remember her dad unless i mean her dad i guess just really wanted to still be part of her life yeah I don't know. I I guess that's why I've talked about too. Wants to be part of her life. Maybe Diane just never wanted Wayne to find out, and she thought that if Kate found out eventually, well, obviously she, if she tells Kate, she's got to tell Wayne. Yeah. That seems more likely, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That 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 that's where I'm going with that. That's that's what I'm taking that. Well, uh, in any case, though. uh, so so Sam pegs it to the fact he did not tell her because he felt that she would kill Wayne, right? Sam thinks Kate would kill Wayne if she knew she was Wayne's uh, daughter, not Sam's. So Kate then brings a the question to Sam of why he never tried to kill Wayne, right? And yeah. <laughs> which I feel like is a pretty crazy question because Sam is just give like the answer of because I don't have murder in my heart. <laughs> I just right. I mean I. Yeah, just. But the implication out. there is that Kate does. So yes. what? What does he know about Kate that we don't? Yeah. Why does he think that? Uh, Kate, how has he pegged Kate that he thinks that she would do this, this act? And I guess, I mean, is he talking with foresight? Like kind of like, oh, I knew you're gonna do that. That's why I didn't tell you. And maybe he had a different reason. I don't know. But I wonder. All right. Uh. Sam mm. does say, as you know, he's you know he does work for the army and whatnot. That he will have to uh, call them in about Kate. Mm-hmm. So, would you do? Would you do that? Would you agree to these terms, Mister Sales? So Sam agrees to call them in after Kate, uh, but Kate requests an hour, and Sam obliges. They have a nice hug, and Kate leaves saying, "Bye, Daddy." How sweet. So yes, I would if I knew that nobody else in that office knew what was going on. Yeah, but, boy, the, but they were not very discreet about this. Oh, not at all. I mean, they keep showing the fact how there's like just this. Yeah, this is actually stuff going on one here. of the biggest one of the biggest problems I have with this episode mm-hmm. is that nobody like that they were they were not being quiet. Like, it, it, and there were other people right there, like right next to those desks. Like those desks were on top of one another. Yeah, I mean, they, they know what's going on here. Was... That's what it seems like. So I'm not sure how he gets away with this, but I mean, whatever. If, if they're good friends, good co-workers, just hush, hush. Okay, but it's also a recruitment center, and there was at least one person there who looked like he was being recruited. And if you got the job if you just stay quiet. Yeah. Oh, I... my God. Well, how illegal is this if you just delay calling in the police? I would say very. You think so? Yeah. Not if there's a not an immediate. If I see a criminal walking around, I just willingly wait to call the police. You know, criminal. Well, an hour I, I, later, they could be. Yeah, but like, but I feel like it's not my onus to catch a criminal, right? Now, now if I help them, if they're like, if Kate's like, hey, can you give me money? Or is Kate's like, can you drive me? Can you hide me? Can you do this for me? Right? Something extra. Then I think he's kind of criminal. But I, I, I think he's not at fault for doing nothing. 
Like if he, I think even if he just never wanted to call the cops, he's fine. Now if the cop asked him, "Hey, did Kate come and see you?" He goes, "Yeah, he came and saw me." That's all fine, as long as he doesn't lie, as long as he's not trying to help her in any way. I feel like that. I feel like that's allowed. I feel like mm, the rules guess... of criminality. I feel like you're allowed to take your sweet old time. I guess. I guess there's no way for the police to know that he knows. Do you know what I mean? Like, knows that she did a crime? Right. No, I think even if he admits, like, I know she did a crime, I just didn't report the crime. No, wait, reporting crime. Like, I if feel I, like if, maybe... If I see someone's <laughs> house getting robbed, do I have to call the police? Uh, I mean, get there's no way trouble to... for not doing it? Well, there's no way to prove that you saw it. I admit to seeing it. I drive by it, there's a camera that sees me, I go, yeah, I saw the house getting robbed. I knew it was getting robbed. I just don't want to get bothered. Hmm, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's interesting. That's an interesting question. But this in this case here, I think I feel like this is obstruction of justice. Like this nah, is like I think this is fine. I think it would be obstruction okay. if he helped Kate in any way. I'm with you then, right? If 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 he does any sort of ounce of to help Kate. Well, he right? he does help her. He does help her. He g- he gives her an hour before that's putting anybody. Well, well, but, no, no, no. I think as long as. He doesn't help her. It's not obstruction of justice. I I don't think having to call the police counts as helping. Like that's just something you're allowed to do as a citizen. I feel like it's just I'm just not gonna call the police. Hmm. I don't know. He's I, also I, I don't military. Think, I, yeah, that's true. He's military. Now he could get like reprimanded for his work for letting a criminal come in. And I, that's true. That I think he's allowed to happen to him. Yeah. I think his work can reprimand him for a known yeah. criminal coming into the workplace and yeah. not doing think about it. That's fine. I'm with that. But yeah. I don't know if he's in legal trouble for it. I wonder. I mean, listen, there's probably like a precedent for this already said somewhere, but I, I think, I'm, I think I'm sure there is. I think it's an interesting question, though, because I do think we're on the it opposite is. ends of it. I, but I, I think it's a valid yeah. point either way. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is yeah. interesting. But I mean, he he either, either however you slice it, he is putting his neck out for her. No, I I wouldn't say that though. No, I I, I mean, in terms of his work, he is, but not legally. Right. So but, so yeah. whether it's yeah, yeah. whether legally that. or for the sake of or for his work, like he's sticking his neck out for for yeah. her. How sweet! How sweet of him. Mm-hmm. Got to respect that. What you've also got to respect is Kate's dedication because she's still looking at Sawyer. And, uh, just, just staring, just staring, and she kind of starts, you know, she starts talking to Sawyer and how she feels crazy. And here we, we finally get more of Kate's thoughts in the present day on how she's feeling, um, mm-hmm. as she feels like she's alone. She questions if Wayne is there, right? Uh, and she, she starts going through everything that people, you know, with the Marshall especially, try to rationalize why did Kate do what she did, right? And she goes through it, like, it's not because of the abuse, it's not because of what you said to me, blah, blah, blah. Because of none of those things. But it's because yep. uh, he was a part of her, right? She now knew yeah. that he was kind of as bad as him to some capacity, right? There was a bit of him in her, and that was too much. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what broke the the straw. It was that knowing that um he's a part of her some capacity yeah. like that. So now every time she looks at Sawyer, all she sees is Wayne, or all I see is Wayne, what she says. Uh Twitch point, Sawyer is confused by, you know, who's Wayne? And he comes to at the yeah. perfect timing. Uh, and this is uh, by the way, 
I, you never, I, I should have, I should have asked more questions on these lines, or I should have done something to at least contribute to the thought process of how Sawyer might feel if he wakes back up. Mm-hmm. Because this, this to me is super sad. How Sawyer feels, kind of, in terms of he gets confused oh, in yeah. the bunk bed, and then he asks yep. if they are saved. It right. tells him no, no, not yet. And we're going to later learn that. So we're still kind of doubt for a bit that they were saved. And understand. Yeah. That. Yeah, so. that is sad. It's good to have Sawyer back. I've missed the guy. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm very curious to what the ratings are for this episode. <laughs> I really have no clue where they lie. Could uh, be, could be, could be Shannon third time in a row. No way. They buried it. Uh, I, 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 I joked about that, but let's, we'll, we'll get to that person when you get there, but I'll, I'll, I'll say okay. my piece on it. Uh, here, though, Locke and Mr. Echo are piecing back together a film, and this is where we learn, like I said, make no mistake, both Locke and Mr. Echo are probably the most faith-driven people on the island mm-hmm. that we know of. But make no but... mistake, there's great differences between the two when it comes to their beliefs, because, you know, Locke does this kind of... It, this is kind of the typical Locke spiel of him talking about the odds, and oh, the odds are so great. What are the odds yep. that we're on the same plane, it breaks apart... Uh, you find that piece, I find this piece, we meet up and we finally join together these films. Like, oh, there was, yep. it, he doesn't quite say it's almost like it's fate, but he's definitely insinuating yeah. these odds are too great for this to happen. That yep. This is fate. But Mr. Echo clearly says, just, just says straight up to him, do not mistake coincidence for fate. Hmm. Yeah. So, so, oh, Mr. Echo is so awesome. Oh my so, god. So they are. They're showing them to be more and more kind of polar opposite in terms of their faith, right? Locke, yep. very faith-driven, doesn't show too much religious. You know, he's not too religious, and he's very fate-driven. He thinks things happen for a reason. Yep. There's a reason. Mr. Echo here, we know he's seemingly very religious, and yep. we'll learn a bit about that next episode. And we we also know kind of here, not as fate driven. He doesn't seem to believe in fate as much. Maybe he still believes in fate to some degree, but he. I mean, if if I feel like if you if you believe in fate, you would feel that like this event is a fate. For sure. So so yeah, it would seem like he does not believe in fate at all. So, right. Very interesting. I mean, that's a very big difference because Locke's a huge thing about Locke is fate, right? He thinks what happens yeah, happens huge. for a reason. That, that's so huge. So for Echo yep. not to believe in that, that's a huge difference between the two. Definitely. We're such similar characters in a way. They're obviously going to be enemies. You think they're going to be enemies? No, I'm kidding. No, no okay. I'm just curious. <laughs> right. I think Locke's everybody's enemy. So do, do you think Mr. Echo and Locke will be friend like Compared to how they are with the average other survivor, will they be friendlier or less friendly to each other? I think Locke is going to really want to connect with Echo, and Echo is going to be very hesitant about Locke. Okay. How's Uh, that? And there's an answer that I will not discuss any longer, but okay. So you you think Locke will try to connect with Echo, and Echo will be much more careful. Right. Fair enough. That may or may not be a good prediction. Okay. But what, well, what we'll we see. do know is, the super, super sad part, right? Kate 
Sawyer. She's kind of helping Sawyer walk around. Sawyer's amazed by the swan, and he really thinks that they've been rescued. And he thinks they have been. And, I mean, can you blame the guy? He sees, like, a window. There's yeah. a nice place. And they get outside, and Sawyer's so dejected. You know, he starts... Him and Kate start talking, like, sitting on a rock or whatever have you. And he tells Kate he really thought Kate was yanking his chain. Like, yeah. I, I, I think it's super sad that Sawyer... Ah, oh, how happy he must have felt. He he really thought he was saved. Yeah, it, it's true. So yeah, that's a, a that is quite sad. That's very. I think that's I, that's like heartbreak. Not heartbreak. It was very sad, right? Yeah. Very. How how I I kind of wish we could see this like perspective. I don't know. I guess it's not. It wouldn't really make sense because it's not a Sawyer episode. But I would have loved to have seen it from like a, like Sawyer's excitement or something or like I don't know. I I do like to see. I like that a lot, though. Just who's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's it's it it makes total sense. Yeah, so, yeah. And I I really thought, actually, I thought that he was just busting her chops, that he believed <laughs> her the whole time. Oh, okay. And 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 then, but then when once he once he saw the outside, it was like, oh no, he actually, he was actually believing that she was playing his chain yeah, no so sawyer's home i guess uh home <laughs> as mr sal would call it so exactly it should be but while they're talking they see a black horse and sawyer sees it as well and kate even pets it right sawyer kind of questions you know what is it with this horse and kate you know do you know this horse and Kate says she does know the horse. So, yeah. First of all, do you think the horse is real? Uh, do you, oh, yeah, I, I do. Do you think it is as real? Do you think it's, do you, so? Do you think it's actually there? You don't think? Do you think it's like Walt projecting himself? Levels of thing. Oh, Walt projecting himself. I hadn't thought of that. You haven't thought? Well, you hadn't thought of. Oh, I'm just using your own thing. If you feel Walt's projecting himself, right? I, I no. Or well, do you think Walt's actually uh, in the if, jungle? Are you? Oh, you're talking about himself not not into the horse no, not the horse. the horse yeah yeah. I yeah i'm just saying that i'm saying but i think it's the same capability thing of is this horse being projected by something someone somehow or uh, do you think the horse is actually there and if so no i th- i think the horse is actually there how is the horse there or it's a different horse just a different horse just just happenstance black horse running around black black horse running around yeah fair enough Coincidence. Don't confuse coincidence for fate, Mr. Salgo. Exactly. Exactly. We literally just heard that line right before the scene. Yep. Maybe it's a hint. That's good. Well, uh, we we get back to Anna Lucia. She's sharpening some wood. I guess maybe she's making stakes for, like, uh, the ground. I don't really know, but she's sharpening wood. Maybe there's spears. Who knows? And Jack brings Anna Lucia some booze. Uh, He could use some booze. And the kind of the kind of uh, they talk about, you know, Anna Lucia's hey, don't tell me not everyone here hates me, and Jack says hey, don't tell me that not every woman is crazy. So probably talking about Kate. So yep, this has really gotten to Jack. We can see how much has bothered him this episode. And yeah, he's Anna Lucia's he's having struggling. a rough. He's having a rough time, and so is she. So definitely rough times. Uh. I also want to say here real quick, 
who would you could do you still consider jack so definitely season one if you had to pick a single main character you'd probably pick jack right if you had to say well who's yeah yes for sure would that be the case here season two uh i hmm i mean so far honestly Probably Michael has had the most. I feel like Michael would be the most crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think arguably Michael. So far, I mean, I I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah, but I think what we can definitely agree on is this season is a lot more equaled out. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, some people are got way less time than they got before. Charlie, not as much. Claire, definitely not as much so far. That's not fine. Uh, I wouldn't say has as much as she used to have before in earlier season, the season one. That's... But overall, though, it's definitely leveled out still. You know, we don't have like Kate and Jack dominating as much as they used to. Right. The landscape. But other people are usually in the frame one out. So anyway, it's nice. Yeah, that, yeah, it's funny because like just when I get interested in Jack, he <laughs> kind of takes a, starts taking a backseat. <laughs> I know, I love it. Are you still interested in Jack? Me? Oh yeah, yeah, Jack. Like I actually, the last episode when Jack started like doing stuff, I was like, man, I kind of miss Jack. I know. <laughs> you haven't seen him in a while. He's back, and he's better than ever. Not really. Yeah. Having some booze by the beach. Pretty heartbroken. <laughs> but he remembered a drink. That's pretty. Uh, this this could be something between these two. Oh, you think you think you think you know Kate is no more Anna Lucia's. Do, do you think do you do you do you think there will be a romance between Anna Lucia and Jack? I think there is a pretty solid chance of that. I'm I'm thinking like seventy percent chance of that. Oh wow! Okay, fair yeah. enough. Okay, so here is also the big kind of cliffhanger esque thing to the episode. Mike is here looking at the computer. Um, uh, Locke and Mr. Echo are watching the film, right? And mm-hmm. while they're watching the film, so now we get to see the cutout part. Do not attempt to use the computer for anything else. And here's the cutout part. Isolation may tempt you to use the computer for communication, but do not. It will compromise the integrity of the project and may lead to another incident. Hmm. Oh, and man. And it goes back to that. So, I mean, we heard of the incident kind of through Desmond and whatnot, but who... well, did we? I, I don't think we heard of the incident through Desmond. I think we heard of the incident well, this through film? this film. Okay, it was so the film, the yeah. Okay, so, yeah. so we have heard about it through the film. But the question is, why was this cut out and who put it there? Was it like Desmond's former partner when he was alive? Like, why? Just, yeah, who cut it out? Why was it decided to cut it out? And why was it placed where it was placed? Right, because there's some, so obviously some you know, conveyance between the arrow and the swan. It, was, it has to be someone who was in the swan and then went to the arrow. Yeah, whether they were just there just to put something in the chest or use it. So, yeah, someone went from the swan to the arrow. and I mean, obviously, I guess they're connected, certainly, because they have the Dharma logo, but who did it, right? Will we figure out who... I don't know. Just, there's a question on that. A bigger question, though, that is left is Mike looking around, right, doing... I don't know well, what he's doing oh, with the... Oh. Hold on a second, because it, it's interesting that in this episode, because they had they had never said this before, that we, we never knew this before, that they showed 
lock say, you know, we can't type into this thing at any other time. Yeah. Like, and like we can't, like all we the, can do the is enter these numbers. Yeah. Right. So, so we, we know that. And yet we're being told that the computer should not be used for communication. So that's strange because if the, if it doesn't work, how could you use it for communication? I guess I wonder if like there's a way you can change the software on it. So they're basically saying mm. don't change the software on it. Don't Maybe. Do something on it. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, I see what you mean. How would yeah. you change it if the input doesn't work? Right. But I don't know. Maybe Mike did change something. Uh, I don't. I don't know how excited this makes you feel, Mike. Very. We don't know his computer <laughs> skills. We know. We know though he's good at construction. But he's looking at the computer wires. Maybe should have gone Saeed for it. But he's done something possibly, or maybe just a lucky guy. But he hears a beep as he's looking around the computer. You know, like a, like a, a I don't know, a message kind of beep thing, like a repeated mm-hmm. beep. And he looks right at the computer, and it says hello. Mr. Sal, do you know what Mike says back? Hello there. Good no, morning. Hello. Also a question mark. <laughs> right. Computer. <laughs> who is this? Michael yep. then replies, this is Michael. Who is this? Computer. Dad? Question mark? Question mark? Mr. Sal, goosebumps. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, very big questions here, Mr. Sal, on... I mean, what? I mean, what's your heartbreak going to be if this is like some other employee and their their dad also happened to be Michael? <laughs> no, no. Uh, my heartbreak will be I might stop watching this. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, so do you think this is real? Uh, yes, I think it's real. First of all, uh, or you know, Walt doing crazy Walt stuff. Okay. So that it could it could be that. Um but I think it's real. I don't know that it's necessarily Walt. It could be, you know, the others. It could be a trick, yeah. It could be a trick. Yeah, yeah. Uh because I, my guess is these things only communicate with each other. Yeah, there might be some sort of like local net, like like some sort of connection with the other computers on this right. island if they exist. Which right. Wouldn't be surprising. We've found two bunkers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if if you want to think about what, what what would the incident be? What would be communication with the other bunkers? It seems to me like one bunker is not supposed to know anything about the other bunkers. They, they, I think they know that they exist, but they don't know where or why or what they're doing. So why do you think that's the case? You're not supposed to communicate with the other bunkers. Uh, because the others will get you. But when, so when they were making this... <laughs> When they were making this rule, like the for the for the demonstration video, do you think the others existed? No, I I I don't think there's any way I could possibly know this. Okay. So, like I, I I don't know why they aren't supposed to communicate with, and I knew I knew you were gonna ask me, and I'm like I have no idea. I I, I have nothing. Fair enough. So, <laughs> like I th- I thought about it. I thought about it, and then I was like, no, I have, I got nothing. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to lean into the fact that this supports your theory that it's all one big like experiment because oh, yeah. why would they get I the mean, capability sure. to talk if like you're not supposed to talk I think they're trying to see if you're going to talk yeah like, yeah I mean it's it definitely seems like a big psychological experiment I don't I don't think this button does anything and mm-hmm. you know what 
what I'm going to say is next episode is the 23rd Psalm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm surely going to look up what the 23rd Psalm is. I already did. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm I not surprised. But uh, yeah. it, it's Mr. Echo's episode. And I, yeah. I'm going to tell you it's going to be an interesting one. I, I think uh, it's going to subvert your expectations. I don't think oh. you're going to. I don't think you're going to expect where it's going to go. Oh. So, well, we'll see. I think. I mean, do you want to try to list your expectations, or do you just want to leave it at there? No, I mean, I, I don't really. You don't. You don't want to get I don't, I don't, a flag and sand I, anywhere. I mean, I, I, I have no expectations about his flashbacks. I, I have no idea what the flashbacks are going to be like. Uh, you know, what happens on the island, I would think that Mike is going to involve Echo in this somehow. Okay, in terms of the computer communications. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he, right. he's, I, I'm going to be shocked if Mike doesn't tell somebody about this. Okay. Well, we'll have to see next episode. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. You'll definitely get an answer on whether Mike tells someone or not. Okay. Because either he does or he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I will say that they will not just end off this little Mike uh, tale bit like they did with Locke seeing, uh, whatever that was, presumably the monster, uh, the black smoke thing in the jungle that we still don't really know what he quite saw. Anyway. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Gotta, gotta make sure. You I, I mean, I, open. I thought it was just the black smoke monster. Like, <laughs> well, he did smile. I mean, he and he did talk about. How he saw like the most. He saw something very beautiful. He, or you mm-hmm. know, spoke very highly of it. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think you should be excited. Be be excited. Be excited for the next. Oh, episode. I I definitely am. I'm excited. very excited. Yeah. But I'm excited for the now because you know what time it is, Mr. Sal. Uh huh. It's TV it's time. It's TV time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, you you I, you you're chopping at the bit for this episode. I am. I really this Lost is a lot harder than Ozark. I feel like in terms of the character, mostly because I guess there's a lot more characters in Lost. Um, Ozark is going to get harder uh, as the seasons go definitely. by. Like, oh yeah. Season one, it's pretty much always going to be Marty. Yeah, <laughs> but... it's mostly going to be Marty. Sometimes some other characters, but it's usually mostly Marty. But Plus, yeah, yeah, later but... seasons, I can agree, it might get a little harder. But Lost, yeah. the, the thing is, too, is I, I, I disagree with the audience of Lost, right? So I'm trying to think in there, because mm-hmm. now I, uh, anyway, the uh, rating of the episode, it's going to be a 5 out of 5. Or so you can, you know. Oh, it's very close. The rating is very close. Really? Okay. I mean, I, I gave it a 5 out of 5, five. but, yeah, it's it's... Forty-seven percent of the people said five out of five, but forty-eight percent said four out of five. Yeah, very, very close. Wow. All right, fair enough. So four point five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, nothing with the emotions, I imagine, if relevant. Yeah. So here, nah. here's the big one: most interesting character. Right. Yep. Hmm. I don't. This is this is a rough one. First of all. I, I what I'm thinking is I feel like the vote has been really split. Sawyer finally spoke again. The so the Sawyer fans are going to come out, right? We're going to get a large f- Sawyer voting, right? Can, yeah. can I ask right now? I don't think Sawyer won it. Okay, if he won it, I'll be dumbfounded. But can you tell me the percentage Sawyer got? Nine percent. Nine percent. This man was yeah. on his deathbed, and he got like still two percent. 
<laughs> now we now we got like one and a half seeds. I'll like... tell you so, some of the people that he is ahead of that are the crazy. It's it's crazy. I, I'm only going to tell you some of the people that he's ahead of. Okay. He's ahead. He's ahead of Michael. Oh. Okay. Okay. He he's ahead of Locke. <laughs> and he's ahead of Saeed. Uh, see, this is the thing. I feel like I feel like the the lost vote is so split. I gotta think of like it's not like a ranked choice voting, right? So I've got to. No, like, it's just one. You only get you only get to pick one. Because last last episode, Shannon won again. I'm questioning if Shannon won a third time again. She did get buried in this episode. Oh my god! <laughs> I I I can't I I just I I refuse to believe Shannon won again. And I, I'll yeah. I'll give everyone the I'll say it's Kate. I'll say it's Yeah, it is actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kate sixty nine percent. Six oh that's that's wow. Okay, that's a good that's that's a that's a big number. It is. That especially since Sawyer got nine percent, so there's only there's only twenty two percent left. Is any is, who's second? Do you want to guess you want me to tell you? Yeah, just tell me. I mean I I didn't say that Sawyer wasn't second. Why well, I, I didn't know if he was or wasn't. He's not. He's third. Okay. He's third. <laughs> I can't believe he's third. That's terrible, by the way. I know. He, uh, Mr. Echo is second, 15%. Mr. Echo, uh, totally, listen, totally reasonable. That's reasonable, but I yep. think I think his worth is also getting a bit overblown. Uh, Maybe, but I definitely would put him second. Yeah, that's true. I'll put him second. I worry on Mr. Echo if he'll be coming at this Sawyer figure of he just takes votes. Yeah, uh, despite yeah. Despite not always warranting them but no this episode certainly warrants them As sawyer so, comes in third at nine percent and the, oh shannon didn't get any she's zero percent oh, yeah. okay no, poor yeah, yeah. Okay. um but jack is only three percent he's fourth only three yeah. percent how is jack lower than sawyer in this episode i, I don't understand that how is jack lower <laughs> like how are a lot of these characters lower than sawyer so sawyer he wakes up goes oh we're saved oh no we weren't saved no, nice horse. That's li- that's, that's it. That's all he did. I know. That's I know. everything Sawyer said, and it was in a pretty short time span. That you know, Michael might be talking to Walt. He's talking to someone. He feels like whether it's really I know. Or, we got Jacks struggling and like this weird triangle thing. Or right? even for yeah, Marcus, I uh, I understand you don't want to put Anna Lucia. She doesn't get that much screen time, but just no, all this terrible. I'm like, Saeed maybe put your breathing. He's not really he gives, gives a eulogy, but that's all Saeed does in this whole yeah, episode, gives that eulogy. So I understand that. Yeah. But, yeah. but listen, it's more than Sawyer to my eyes. I just, ah, I can't <laughs> handle this. Uh, it's, I, this will lose <laughs> it. Yeah, I'd give it to Kate. And I think. Yeah. I, you, yeah. yeah. I almost gave it to Echo, but I, I, I decided to go with Kate. So. Echo, though, not a bad show. And listen. We'll see how you feel about Echo after next episode, Mr. Sal. I can probably already pre-rate my favorite character for next episode as as Mr. Echo. Probably. <laughs> Maybe. I won't yeah, jump the gun, Mr. Sal. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think you'll uh, I think you'll enjoy it. I, I'll I'll leave it I'll leave it there for okay. talking about next episode. I'm but I'm excited. So you I am too. Excited. Yes, I am. Guy. And hey, maybe Sawyer can get siphon more of the vote. That son of a gun, always siphoning the vote. 
<laughs> it's actually disgusting. <laughs> Makes me want to throw up. I just I can't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> I really can't believe it. Okay. Oh my god. So that's enough of that. Very exciting. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say, Mister Sal? No, I, I did enjoy it. I, this. This season's been so good. I'm 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 really loving it, and I'm looking forward to to uh, this Mister Echo episode. Okay. Well, in that case, thank you everyone for listening uh, to the Lost Podcast. Next week will be another podcast. If you want to email us? Showhopperspodcast at gmail dot com. Subscriptions, reviews, sharing the podcast, always appreciated. I know Mister Sal, you know it. It really makes him happy to know that people are not giving us three-star reviews. <laughs> it's true. That's it. No. Yeah. I also uh, just let's put in a plug for our other podcasts. You know, we've already completed all of the leftovers, and we've said several times if you like Lost, you should really watch the leftovers. It's only twenty-eight episodes. Uh, they're all we've we've covered them all and we're on to ozark so if you have been thinking about starting ozark or you have already watched ozark and just want to rewatch it uh we do ozark every monday and it's good stuff 